Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Thrifting Ain't Easy. My name is Erica, and in this week's podcast episode, I'm going to be giving you guys the beginner's guide to thrifting. I recently had a conversation with a friend, and we were just talking about thrifting, and he told me that he really wants to get into thrifting, but he just doesn't know how. So for this week's podcast episode, I kind of want to take it from a beginner standpoint. In the past, I've done podcast episodes about how to thrift like a pro, all of that, and how to online thrift like a pro, but it's so much different if you're just starting out, and if you are interested in starting out to thrift for personal reasons, for reselling reasons, whatever reason you want to thrift, I want to make this episode more geared towards the people who are just beginning to thrift and why they should do it, how they can do it, and how you can find success. So if you are interested in hearing my beginner's guide to thrifting, just keep on listening. I absolutely love when we get to go back to the original namesake of the podcast, Thrifting Ain't Easy, and have those podcast episodes where I just talk about thrifting, not necessarily reselling, not necessarily business owning. We just get to talk about thrifting. So this week's episode, we are just going to stick to the namesake and talk about thrifting. Whether you are looking to begin thrifting on a personal level or a reselling level, whatever reason you want to start thrifting, I am going to sort of walk you through the best way that you can do that. Um, So in the intro, I talked about sort of the reason behind this episode. I had never really looked at it from a sense of a beginner. Um, And the reason why I've never really looked at it and done a podcast episode from the beginner's element is purely because I have been thrifting for so long, I forgot that people, some people are just now starting. I have been thrifting since I was a kid. Like, I don't even remember a time in my life when I haven't been thrifting. And with that being said, I am very used to this. So I didn't realize, you know, how some people are getting into it. So I was talking to my friend and he was just telling me about how he really wants to get into thrifting and he watches content and listens to content about thrifting, but he just doesn't know how to begin. Um, And the first thing I was like, well, have you tried? And he's like, yeah, I've tried. And I've just never found success. I'm like, how do these people find these really cool items when they go to the thrift store? But every time, it seems like every time I go, there's nothing good. And trust me, there are some days when genuinely the thrift store is just bad, but that's the first point I want to make when talking about the beginner's guide to thrifting is the fact that when you're thrifting, I honestly would argue that patience is more of the key to thrifting 
than the actual location. I do not live in a huge metropolitan area. Um, I live in a smaller college town. And with that being said, we don't necessarily have the same access as bigger cities does. But I can honestly say the thrift stores in my smaller college town happen to be, I've come across some of the best thrifted items I've ever seen. Um, And I've had friends here who have some of the best thrifted items I've ever seen. I've been thrifting in some of the largest cities. I've thrifted in L.A., um, major cities in Florida, Atlanta, Nashville, all these cities. I go thrifting almost every time I go on vacation. And I have noticed that the best thrifting I have ever done happens to be in the smaller towns, in the smaller areas, and not necessarily in those metropolitan big cities. The big cities are often so oversaturated. Yes, you're probably going to have a lot of people with more style. You're probably going to have, you know, different things to look for, especially if you're looking for like sports clothing. You probably need to go thrifting in a sports town. But... I have noticed that some of the best thrifting I have ever, ever done has been in these small, smaller towns. So, going back to the argument I just made, patience is more of a key factor than location actually is. When you are beginning to thrift and you want to learn and you want to experience that whole situation... The best thing you can honestly do and the best way you can find things and guarantee yourself to find something that's of value is to spend as much time as you can and be as patient as possible. First of all, one thing I always do when I go into a thrift store, I go in with um, zero to like little to no expectations. I just go in and I'm just hoping that I find what I need to find. So with that being said, no expectations, just pure patience, and I look through everything I possibly can look through and just take my time, look through all the aisles, do as much as I can. If I am been on time, I go to specific sections and look through all of that. So if I'm been on time and I know I really need to look at t-shirts, I'm going to go straight to the t-shirt section and spend majority of my time in the store there rather than in other places, but if I have, like, endless amounts of time and I have hours blocked off, I won't spend hours. I don't know the last time I've spent hours in a Goodwill, but I will allow myself, if need be, to spend that much time there. Patience is the key when you are beginning to thrift. Understand that, you know, you can't necessarily expect anything going into a Goodwill, but you can expect to just Take your time and see what you see. So I honestly, I will say, I really do not think it matters where you thrift. Of course, if you want to thrift in LA or New York, you're probably going to have a lot of fun experiences. You might find some unique things that you have never seen at a thrift store. But that does not guarantee anything. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Some of the best vintage items I've found has been at smaller Goodwills. Some of the newest, newest tags, best designer brands I've found has been at smaller Goodwill stores. And I recommend doing that. If you don't live in an area where you have access to a metropolitan thrift store, that does not mean that you're not going to have success when you're thrifting. 
go to your local store, go to your small town, go to your church's thrift store, wherever you go. Just go there, look around, be as patient as possible, and just see what you can find. That's the beauty of thrifting is taking time, finding patience, and just doing that. And if, you know, maybe you get bored easily or you don't want to hear about notorious thrift store music or some thrift stores that go into, like, the mom and pop ones, you just, you have no music. And it's just stale air. Um, I also recommend if you just put your headphones in and listen to a podcast while you're thrifting. My podcast would be perfect to listen to while you're thrifting. So just a recommendation. (laughs) But listen to a podcast while you're thrifting or listen to music that makes you really happy while you're thrifting to enhance your mood and also enhance, you know, how you look at things. So when you're first starting out thrifting, I say it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter where you thrift. It doesn't matter what you thrift, whatever it is. Patience is more of a key factor in finding success at a thrift store than location will ever be. And that's just, that's just the darn truth. That's what I stick by. So the next thing I want to say in my beginner's guide to thrifting is check your local store's restock days. I recently found a TikTok and This girl was showing her, she did a thrift haul of everything she found at a Goodwill um, outside of Atlanta. And to be specific, it was one of the Goodwills in Smyrna, Georgia, if you know anything about the Atlanta metropolitan area. But she was talking about, she found out, she just asked, when are your restock days? And I believe she said that the restock days were Thursdays for that specific Goodwill and that's when she goes and she found new with tag Zara she found really really cool vintage items so many so much good stuff because that was the specific restock day of that thrift store so I always recommend if you are a beginner and you want to know you want to know off the bat when you are when it's even worth it for you to come ask a worker ask someone ask a manager whoever Ask someone in your local thrift store when their restock days are. Sometimes um, at smaller thrift stores, at church thrift stores, at, you know, locally owned nonprofit thrift stores, they'll take donations a specific day of the week, um, specifically a lot during the weekend so they can sift through. And then by Monday, they will have a restock. Some will restock at the end of the week, whatever it is. Check with your local thrift stores. It will never hurt to ask somebody and just see when is their restock day? When is the best day for you to come in to get the best items? Also, don't be afraid to ask what time. See if they restock in the morning. See if they restock in the evening. Just see when they restock and see when it will be worth it for you to go. Because it would really stink if a store's restock day, they restock once a week and that's on Thursdays. And you only go to that thrift store on a Wednesday. You're going to get the leftover stuff that people throughout that week have not wanted. So you need to just make sure you know when they restock. Be prepared to see if it's even worth your time to go on whichever specific day that you desire. The next tip that I have is to look through every 
everything. Look through everything. This goes back to patience. I talked about this. If you don't have time to look through everything in the store, you can find time to look through everything in a specific section you want to shop from. So if you want to look through every single t-shirt, look through that. But this is this portion, I'm going to talk to mainly the people who can a lot two hours on a Saturday to go to the thrift store or, you know, if you need more time than that. Um, I think the most I've really ever spent in a thrift store is about an hour. So with that being said, look through everything. When you look through everything, you will be surprised what you find. There's been so many different times that I've gone to the men's section and couldn't find what I wanted and couldn't find anything good. But I went to the women's section and would find men's section things stuffed in there. Fun fact, for anybody who is an avid thrifter who is listening to this or anybody who knows any avid thrifters, if you go to a thrift store and you see items that are not where they should be, sometimes it's just because somebody put it back, but other times that is because someone is hiding it. Um, sometimes, you know, you need, the thrift store will only take cash, so that person went to the bank to go grab cash, or some people are just waiting until the next day, whatever it is, some people hide the best things, and some store workers hide the best things, so make sure you look everywhere you possibly can. Allot yourself as much time as you need to look everywhere in that thrift store because you never know. In a lot of thrift stores that has that have a lot of different things, you can't really expect them to just sit there and have all of the men's items in there in that specific section and all the women's items in that specific section. People come through, people move things, people um do put things in different areas and nonetheless that can be some gold that you find in the women's section don't feel bad or weird if you're a girl going to the men's section or if you're a guy going to the women's section make sure you just double check everything you possibly can because you never know what you're going to find and you never know where somebody's going to put it i know one of the best t-shirts i've ever found i found a 2003 Super Bowl championship t-shirt um, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I found it in the in the linen section. <laughs> Someone tucked it in between two linens. I don't know if they were saving it, but I don't know who it was. So it's, you know, or if somebody just randomly put it there, I don't know. But I found the coolest vintage 2003 Super Bowl championship t-shirt in the linen section. I just walked over there and boom, there was a really sick vintage t-shirt right there. Um, it's so much fun just to get to spend time in the thrift store. And if you have a hard time concentrating or you know you have a hard time staying interested that's something I definitely would encourage you to pop in a podcast talk to someone bring someone thrifting with you the best times of thrifting I've ever had has been when I've gone thrifting with a friend um or even just listen to music listen to upbeat music listen to thrift store worthy music to you make a playlist just for the thrift store and it can really lift your mood and make it feel like you're not spending as much time as you are and not being as tedious as you are while at the thrift store so it's really fun to just spend time but I always advocate make sure you look at everything because you never know what you're going to find just another example um, one of the most expensive thrifted things I've ever found. I found with my grandmother and my mother. We were thrifting a couple years ago and we saw this really poofy dress. 
smashed in between other dresses, just tucked in. Someone obviously did not want you to notice it, but a little bit of the of the tool on the bottom was peeking out, so we did notice it. And we looked, and if you know anything about prom wear or formal wear, one of the top designers in prom dresses is named Sherry Hill. Sherry Hill dresses range from three to seven hundred dollars for prom dresses they're very expensive prom gowns and they're very popular prom gowns and we were thrifting and we saw that we saw that tag we saw the sherry hill tag and it was so smushed you could barely see it but you we just got a glimpse of the tool and i was like let's go look at that dress and we saw it and it was a sherry hill one of the best and most beautiful pickups we've ever had we kept that and took it to our store and did consignment on it but you never know what you're gonna find when you look everywhere in the thrift store make sure you allot yourself some time to just have fun kick back and look in the thrift store and you might find some really really good stuff there the next thing i wanted to say is to go for the best deals Um, I have done an episode about this. I did an episode about this long, long time ago, probably over a year, over a year and a half maybe, but I did an episode about the Goodwill outlets. In my area, the Goodwill outlets is about a dollar, dollar fifty per pound or something like that. Um, in other areas I've seen, other areas I've been to Goodwill outlets, it's been 99 cents a pound. It just depends on where you live. I live in a sort of expensive, well, it's not really expensive, but it's an expensive state. So um, everything's kind of more expensive, but cheaper states, they have 99 cents a pound, whatever it is. But nonetheless, it is still a really good deal. Um, once you go to the Goodwill outlet, you are signing up for that good deal. Try to go for the best deals. I will even say, fun fact, since writing that episode, I just, I don't, I had a bad, I've had a collective of bad experiences at the Goodwill outlet near me, so I don't shop at the outlets as much as I used to. I used to be obsessed with it and go like three times a week, but now I probably go once every two weeks, but still, nonetheless, I go um, and have a little bit of success. I just have not had the raging success like I used to. But I go for those deals because you cannot beat the price of the Goodwill outlets. Um, Another thing is certain colors. A lot of thrift stores, both locally owned and nationally, like Goodwill, do deals where they'll have certain color tags and on certain days they have 50% off or 90% off or if it's the end of the season, they'll have sales on long sleeve, whatever it is. But a lot of thrift stores will have deals on color. So I always recommend, especially when you're shopping, say if you're not at the Goodwill outlet, because you'll always do good at the Goodwill outlet. You're always paying the cheapest price possible. But say you're not at the Goodwill outlet and you're just at a regular thrift store, you're at a regular mom and pop or a regular Goodwill that has certain color days where it's 99 or 50 cents off, whatever it is. Um, I always, always, always look for that specific color that they are advertising for. Yes, you're probably not going to find as many as you would the other colors, but always go to the deals and get as many of those deals as you possibly can and try to save yourself money. The point of thrifting is to not spend a lot of money. There's been far too many times where I will go thrifting and 
they have items there for like 20 bucks. I don't care what it is. I will never pay. Honestly, more than, I don't even know if I'll pay more than $7 at a thrift store. And that's just, that's just how I am. I just, when it comes to thrift stores, the best thing you can do is to spend as little money as possible so you can get more for your dollar. You want to go thrifting to get that deal. You want to go thrifting to find new things for a cheaper price um, and be able to shop more abundantly without over overstimulating yourself and also without hurting anything. When you shop so much, just for an example, um, when you're shopping on Shein, you see how that price is so low, which makes you want to buy more. That should be the point of thrifting. Thrifting should be where you see a low price, which makes you want to buy more, which makes you want to keep clothes from going to the landfill, which makes you want to shop more from the thrift store and less from places like Shein. That's why I think it's so important to shop deals and to keep those deals going to show those companies that thrift stores should not have $20 items. Thrift stores should not have $9 items. It really shouldn't. I saw, I see so many t-shirts now um, for $9. T-shirts, short sleeve t-shirts for $9. And that that's honestly just ridiculous if you really, really, truly think about it. Um, and it's just, it's very different, but I always recommend if you live near a store that has discounts or your local store does discounts, please, please, please save yourself a bug and shop the good deals. It's going to make you fall in love with thrifting even more when you get to come out of that thrift situation, that thrift store, and you get to tell your friends, oh yeah, I bought X amount of things for X amount of dollars. When you get a good deal, people, you want to tell people about how good it was, how good your experience was. Um, and also, you know, if you do have this situation where something is defective, you have the peace of mind to know that you didn't spend a lot of money on an item that's not working or has this tiny hole in it or whatever it is. But um, when you are thrifting, my biggest, biggest, biggest thing I wish more people did was go for the deals. Don't spend out, spend that much money, especially when you're in the beginning stages. Don't try to spend so much money by going to these antique shops. Go to the thrift stores because it really does give you a newfound sense of love for thrifting because you have that you have that happiness, you have that that feeling of, well, I just got a really good deal when you get it for a good price. And it makes you want to go back. In a sense, um, this is a very, very loose similarity, a very, very loose um, point that I'm about to make, but still, I feel like nonetheless, it's valid. Um, when it comes to thrifting, I would say thrifting has a lot of the same characteristics as gambling. If you hit it big, if you have a really, really good thrift store experience, if you have a really good, you know, Goodwill outlet experience, you're going to want to go back and you're going to want to keep doing it until you get that high of that good feeling. And that's why I feel like you really could see the similarities between thrifting and gambling because if you have that one peak thrifting moment, you're going to be hooked. Um, and this is so much, this is so much fun. Thrifting does so much good for the planet and it does so much good for your local community. I cannot stress the importance and the 
fun that comes with thrifting. Just find what you want to thrift, find where you want to thrift, how you want to thrift, whatever you want to do. If you maybe lack the attention span or you get bored easily, get get interactive with it. Invite somebody to thrift with you. Um, create a thrifting playlist or listen to a podcast, whatever you want to do. But there's so much fun to be found in thrifting. And if you are just now beginning your thrifting journey, I wish you nothing but luck. So yeah, just as I do with every every episode that I list things in, I'm going to go through one more time for the people taking notes. So my beginner's guide to thrifting. Patience is key, not location. Check your local store's restock days. Look through everything. And last but not least, go for the best deals. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. I love it. I'm back. I'll be back hopefully once every two weeks. Maybe once every week. We'll figure it out. But I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. If you are not already, follow, like, leave a review, whatever you want to do for this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can find us on so many different podcast platforms. Um, You can find us on Anchor. On Anchor, you have the ability to leave me a voice message. If you want to do that, that'd be super cool. All you got to do is go to anchor.fm and look up Thrifting Ain't Easy Pod. So, yeah. Um, if you, like I said earlier, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can follow us on Instagram at Thrifting Ain't Easy Pod. There I will post podcast episode updates. Um, you guys can DM me, talk to me, whatever you want to do. I am there for you. I am just about to reply to some people. I have been kind of slacking on replying, but I definitely will do that. My podcast has grown so much within this last year within 2022 so that's so good that I'm getting some new listeners um so if you want to send me a message on any of that that'd be great if you want to follow my business account that is at the cheap teak check out my Etsy I would genuinely appreciate that um whatever you want to do so you have multiple Instagrams to check out you can leave me a review on the podcast platform that you're listening to all of that goodness but yeah I absolutely I'm so grateful for all of my listeners. We have grown so much within the past year. I've been doing this for now two years. And in the beginning, I was just talking to myself. And to see that I have over 13, I hit um, I hit 13,000 listens on my podcast recently. And I'm just so stoked. That's just so, so much fun. So I'm so excited. And I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. If you are new here, welcome. If you are not new here, welcome back. But yeah, that is my beginner's guide to thrifting. So I will see you guys in the next two weeks. Um, maybe even potentially in the next week, but if you want to know when I post, turn on post notifications and follow the Instagram and that's how you'll know when I am posting. But yeah, see you guys later. Bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.